This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Have you ever felt that you could get more work done if you were not inundated with emails or worse yet, inundated with meetings? Uh, I've been in corporate environments where it felt like there was a meeting (laughs) to prepare you for the next meeting before we have the actual meeting. (laughs) If you can relate to any of that, you definitely want to tune in to this episode of the Jim Stroud Podcast. I had an interview with Alexandra Sulemko, who is the Chief Human Resource Officer for a company called The Soul Publishing. And they have implemented a no-meeting policy. Yes, a no-meeting policy. They stress productivity. They stress efficiency. And they feel, to be, they, and they feel that to have the ultimate uh, level of efficiency, <laughs> you should greatly reduce uh, the time you spend meeting with each other. So very interesting conversation. I think you will get a lot from it. I hope it inspires a lot of you to start a no meetings policy at your company because um, I'm, I'm quite sold on the benefits <laughs> of it. But hey, that's just me. Let's see what you think after listening to this next episode, which begins right after this. This episode of the Jim Stroud Podcast is brought to you by Source Owls. Source Owls is an online platform that brings together thousands of experienced executive recruiters with hiring managers to fill pressing human capital needs quickly and efficiently. Are you looking to improve your recruitment results while lowering the cost per hire? Wouldn't it be great if you could name your price for each placement? Source Owls uses a breakthrough recruitment ecosystem that delivers high-quality candidates quickly and at a significant cost savings. Here's how it works. SourceHouse puts you in control with its Name Your Price model. That's right, you name your price for each hire. We partner with thousands of niche recruiters across the country. Our recruiter ecosystem grows daily as we add new recruiters to the platform. You select what recruiters you want to work with and create teams for different job types. Imagine using one vendor agreement to tap into an ever-growing community of successful recruiters. These recruiters have a minimum of five years of experience and are eager to work on your recruiting projects. The platform is simplistically designed with talent pipeline management, so you will always know where your candidates are in the interviewing process. With 80-plus automated notifications, candidates and recruiters are updated seamlessly. The results are guaranteed and there is no cost to post your jobs. SourceHouse allows you to take control of the recruitment process. You have never encountered recruiting like this before. Go to our website and start posting your first job now, or schedule a demo with us. To learn more about how SourceHouse can produce results for you, click the link in the podcast description. 
Hello, and welcome to the Jim Stroud Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. Special guest, tell us, who are you and what do you do? Hi, everyone. My name is Alexandra Sulemko, and I am Chief HR Officer at The Soul Publishing, and thank you for having me here today. Yes, yes. Thank you for being here. I heard something very unusual about your company that that really intrigued me. Uh, you guys are really um, uh, efficient in your processes, so much so you have this thing called a no meeting policy, uh, which definitely intrigued me. Can you explain to me what your organization's no meeting policy is and how it came about? Yes, absolutely. The Soul Publishing is a hub of creators, and we operate in 70 countries and in different time zones. And of course, for us, efficiency, this is a number one question. And uh, we have quite unique uh, policies in our company, and one of them is zero meeting policy. And I'm sure that a lot of people, they already maybe know how, how it works, but I think we are quite like professional, let me explain this way, in how to implement zero meeting policy and induce productivity within our creative company. Interesting, interesting. Uh when I hear a no meeting policy, uh, I imagine that there's some challenges with that. I mean, there's probably some people who say I got to have a meeting, but I mean, how do you reconcile that when you absolutely have to have one when you have a no meeting policy? How do you reconcile that? Yeah, of course, we have uh, challenges and many of them uh, we can connect with newcomers because uh, we hire a lot of people with different background. And of course, they know how to be super efficient in their current environment, how to uh, present information and be the part of discussions uh, during offline meetings. And of course, when they join the soul publishing, when they can face with difficulties, how to uh, adopt fast, to these uh, changes and how to be uh, the part of the team. And uh, this is one of the reasons why we implemented in parallel uh, fully online onboarding process for our newcomers. And we invested a lot of, uh, to this because for us, it's really important to be on the same wave with all our employees. And uh, it was the most let's say, difficult part of implementation this culture. How help to connect current employees with newcomers and help them to operate at the same level of meetings and other policies in the company. Have you seen a um, an increase in productivity because of uh, this policy? Yes, for us, productivity, of course, very important. And uh, time to time, we receive feedback. And furthermore, we have annual survey, how are you, with the part of our zero meeting policy. And we ask our employees to share their feedback. Is it like still benefit for them? Or maybe they can change anything. So it's like open questions. And uh, every time we receive very positive feedback from employees and from managers and i think every one of us had this poor experience when you're part of the meeting and you don't know what is going on here yeah you were invited or nobody understands which reason and here at the soul publishing we don't have these useless meetings and this is Today, I can say this is one of our benefits in the company, our very specific productive culture. 
And the second example I can share with you, uh, it's easy to open Google Calendar, which we use in the company. And just to calculate uh, numbers of meetings our employees have. So usually employees, uh, they have maybe like five, seven meetings per day. Our employees, they have one, two per week. And this is obvious that they can uh, invest their time into product development and uh, to help our audience to enjoy our products and uh, have fun. Interesting. I, I'm trying to wrap my head around it because I'm so I, I've worked at different corporate offices like throughout my career and meetings are like every five minutes and they always drive me crazy. So this is like a dream for me. Um, I'm imagining that workers are... Um, I guess, sending more emails to one another and that's how you communicate more than anything else, just a bunch of emails. And is that right? Yes, yes. But we don't use emails internally in the company. So we don't have meetings. We don't have emails. And one of our employees who became from like candidate, our employee, uh, he shared with me uh, his like personal impression about the company. And it was very important for me. He said to me, like, you know, I'm like a, at the resort, not in the corporate culture, because previously I was focused for the meetings and checking emails several times per day. And here I don't even have email. I don't need to check my emails in the morning because instead of emails, of course, we use Asana tool, which help us to track our projects and tasks. And this is like more convenient than regular emails. So hmm. as I said to you before, like we have very unique company. We don't have meetings. We don't have emails. This is a, like a company of dreams. And our culture <laughs> help, help us to increase productivity and efficiency for our creators. No meetings, no emails, and you sort of manage communication through some kind of internal tool. I guess I'm envisioning some sort of like a blog tool or a wiki kind of tool. Everybody sort of communicates on that. Yes, yes. So so uh, actually, we have uh, free tools to improve our internal communication. So we use Asana, as I said before, like mm. a project management tool, Confluence we use as a wiki and information sharing. And actually we make decisions in, in the Confluence because we can click keep comments and uh, you can every time to add your thoughts there. And it's really like boost our creative process. We use Slack as a messenger. Mm -hmm. And okay. at the same time, yeah, we do not expect that you reply me like immediately, like during offline communication. Wow. The have you faced any resistance or pushback from employees who say, although I can imagine it, who say we need more meetings? Uh, <laughs> has that ever happened? And if so, how did you address it? <laughs> of course, we faced with uh, challenges. And uh, I can share you like several examples about that. Like Please. newcomer for them, it's really like amazing that of course we they want to reduce amount of meetings in their calendar but at the same time we don't know how to start yet they don't know how to proceed so they need some instructions from managers and from uh, hr team as well and uh, actually for newcomers it's more difficult than for current employees yes because we implemented this uh, zero meeting policy before pandemic came unfortunately for in, in our life and uh we have meetings, of course, in the company, one-to-ones, performance appraisal. Yes, yeah, so people, they need people. And if you need to provide feedback to your employee, 
So it's always better to make personal, yeah, rather than use like Asana or Slack or something like this. Wow, wow. Have you noticed any any differences in the in the decision making um, within your organization as a result of this policy? Are people just sort of stepping up and doing more, taking on more, or how's the decision making going? I'm just sort of curious. I think we can discuss here two points. So the first of all is quality of decision making, and the mm. second is of decision making so when you need to put your thirds in confluence or like any other documents uh, you respect your peers you need uh, to think several times and formulate a core message which you want to provide and make it clear to everyone and it's very polite and respectful for for team and at the same time in terms of decision making speed so we don't need to collect all the people into the conference room or Zoom call to discuss everything. So every single employee who involved in involved in the process can easily access the doc, share thoughts, and after that receive a reply or even notification about that. And actually now they see that where quality and speed of decision making increase dramatically. How would you, what would advice would you give to other organizations considering uh, implementing a no meeting policy? Would you tell them definitely do it, don't do it? What would you tell them? Of course, as a, an employee who works in this uh, <laughs> policy, uh, of course, I want to engage uh, as much as possible other companies into zero meeting policy. Uh, and uh, the first thing. You need to start, uh, you need uh, to engage your managers and uh, find tools for support this culture. Because it's not about meetings only. So I think it's obvious. It's about cultural changes and uh, employee behavior you are going to implement within the company. So you need definitely ambassadors. You need tools. You need to be prepared, communicate uh, a lot about these changes and provide positive examples uh, internally in the company. Mm. Or maybe use some other examples, for example, like let's all publish and us. So be, be be prepared. It's not about like just implementing zero meeting policy. It's cultural change. Were were you there prior to the no meeting policy? Uh, because I'm I'm sort of curious as what the transition would have been like. What was has it always been in place since the company started, or is it something new that you implemented? Um, how did that work? We restarted before pandemic, and actually. Um, at, at 2020, it was, you know, like a demand in the company that we need to enforce implementation of zero meeting policy because like we are remote first company and we need to support our productivity. And I can say that in 2020, we focused a lot for the developing tools to support uh, zero meeting policy. And uh, at the same time to invest a lot into onboarding process and uh, to re-onboarding process as well for our current employees to help them to connect with newcomers and with our internal processes. So it, I can say it took time, of course, and a lot of efforts from our employees and from our managers. And it's not like one day change. So sure. you, need, you need to be prepared to invest a lot of attention here. 
Yeah, when you say a lot of attention to it, uh, I know someone's listening and they're thinking, I would love to do this, but there are going to be problems in some kind of way. What would, you, what would you say might be some unforeseen challenges or maybe some unintended consequences um, as a result of this no meeting policy? What can people, what should people be looking for, or maybe not expect for this? Uh, that you need to change your mindset, first of all, of your employees, yeah, and change mm. the communication. I think this is the most tricky point when you implement this type of culture. And uh, you need to support it and to find really good role models and uh, to demonstrate to them how it really works because you know when you know like you like HR people are here yeah so you know then you try and just to explain why it's really good and beneficial for you and all this stuff unfortunately it it doesn't work sometimes yes yeah? so you need to provide great examples and uh, find teams and maybe to implement wave by wave into several steps between the company to have like role models and showcases to present to employees. Okay. Now, does, then does your no meeting policy extend to external meetings with clients, uh, partners, or stakeholders? If so, how do you manage those relationships effectively? Oh, this is my favorite question. Yes, of course. <laughs> no. our external customers and partners into zero meeting policy, but of course, no. Because no, uh, for external um, partners, we can meet and usually meet with the pleasure with them. And uh, we do not plan to expand like this policy to, to our customers and partners, of course. Okay. Okay. Only in-house. I got it. Um, how do you foster a culture of accountability and responsibility within your organization under this policy? Yeah, and actually, this is one of the core reasons, the reason why we uh, decided to implement it. So our people, they are creative and they uh, need to have time and to invest this time into product development, first of all. Mm. And they to have high level of autonomy during the day. Mm -hmm. And when you have a lot of meetings during the day you have to build your time around this meeting just to find space and to organize yourself a bit differently and of course it's like works like baby steps so first of all you need to arrange your like personal time during the day and understand that you are fully responsible for the result and you don't need to have these like status meetings and something like that so you just need to create product and be responsible for 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 that so of course in terms of people behavior it really helps to to improve accountability and autonomy I bet. I bet. Uh, you, you, have you noticed any changes in employee morale or job satisfaction since implementing this uh, no meeting policy? Yes. And I and I have numbers and here I have metrics. <laughs> Our employees, yes, we're a great place to work. And uh, this is uh, one of examples. And uh, we have different surveys. And of course, we have uh, surveys for newcomers and uh, for our talents and regularly uh, collect these like satisfaction rates about like our our meeting zero meeting policy. Okay. Okay. Wow. This I, I am just so fascinated by this. I hope this becomes a trend. <laughs> is, 
I can send you all vacancies, by the way. I may have to look that look into that. Be our ambassador, please. I may have to do that. Um, you've, you've been very generous with your time. Is there anything I have not asked you that you that you think, oh, I wish you had asked me this because I would have said that. Is there anything I have not asked you that you wanted to, to maybe share with the audience? Uh, I think at the end of this conversation, I just want to share that this is the first step and not an easy into implementation, but very mm. beneficial at the end just to help your employees to focus to productivity and help them to be fully like uh, to have full autonomy at workplace and uh, i don't remember any case when our employees came to hr or maybe to managers and shared like you know we need to have like 10 meetings per day i don't know what to do i want that somebody else come to me and help me to organize my time. And I think this is the, the best feedback we, we can receive when we implement cultural changes because it really works. Well, I, as I said, I really hope this inspires companies uh, towards policies like this. <laughs> um, again, you've been very generous with your time. If someone wanted to get in contact with you or to learn more about the no meeting policies or about the soul publishing uh, altogether, how can they contact you? Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. I'm happy to connect with uh, colleagues via LinkedIn and uh, via our career page. They have like our HR contacts. I'm always open to this for, for discussions and uh, maybe to help them to make the first steps, which are actually very difficult. And of course, would be happy to continue this conversation with HR people. Very good. Very good. Well, uh, I will make it easier on the audience. I'll also put links to your company um, in the podcast description. So if you're listening, just scroll down to the podcast description. You'll see the links there. Thank you so much for your time. This has been enlightening and I hope inspirational for a lot of companies. Take the meetings away, especially when things can be done through Slack or an email. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, my time is up. I thank you for yours. I'll see you again real soon right here with a brand new episode of the Jim Stroud Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to me. I can be reached by email at jimstroud at jimstroud.com. And one last favor, if I may ask, please rate this podcast. Uh, five stars is preferred, <laughs> but uh, please uh, comment uh, with your honest opinion. I really appreciate that. All right. Okay, until next time, bye-bye. Bonjour, this is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. I'm Andrew Pryor, and every week I bring you the wonderful and fabulous people involved in French food, whether they're here in France like me or from around the world. Each week, we dive into a specific topic, be it a French dish, an ingredient, or a French cuisine cooking technique. My guests are all about French food. So, come join me on Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. Bon app.